All right. Next episode, take two. Yeah. Sometimes you uh, you don't like my flow. We we. What this is like season two or three? Two. And sometimes episodes just it's like eh, not feeling it. And I like I don't care. People know that I'm a little bit scatterbrained and. But all You're the comments scatterbrained. Come, all the comments come out eventually if you just t- go about it long enough. <sighs> I just wasn't feeling it. We recorded a whole episode and I was like a little sleepy and. Well, there was that. So there's actually been I think two episode two recordings that we've trashed that I've trashed because I'm like nope not doing it. Oh, more than that. Okay, but a cup like it always happens when, like we're recording and like you have to leave really quickly like to do something. So yes, yeah, so here is the big clevet on this. There are plenty of times where you're able to keep on the conversation all by yourself that I'm just sitting here listening. Yeah, well, but as soon can. as I disappear, you can't do that. I don't even contribute to this podcast. I just ask you stupid questions, and you just. I think you should listen to the last season. Worth. No, I just you <laughs> you were preoccupied with something, and and I felt like, oh my god. Here you go. I'm just sitting here talking to myself. This is ridiculous. It's usually chasing down the kids or the dogs. Yeah. So anyways, we recorded... A beautiful episode. It was trash. About all kinds of cool things that will never be... Never be the same. Maybe there will be like an outcast. (laughs) Oh, uh, outtakes. outtakes (laughs) I suppose uh, if you still got the recordings. I do. I have them all. Just send them. it, It might be funny, like, outtakes of... And there's times where, like, I'll be like, this sucks. Oh, yeah. There's this plenty of where you make it, like, ten minutes in, you're like, no. Or I'll okay. get, I'll get just, like, irritable because it's just, like, so random. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> We're just hanging out, drinking yeah. whiskey, eating peanuts. Yeah, Gino's eating peanuts. And the funny Not thing for is... Very long. Is you guys, I mean, for the most part, a lot of you follow his Fresh on Fridays. And... Oh yeah. I think it's I think it's awesome that when we first got into the bourbon world in like two thousand and five <laughs> um and I was making my pecan pies with Blanton's and I'm like, Oh, this is a cute little bottle, let's No, buy it has this. to be two thousand six because you're not twenty one yet. Two thousand six, good catch. <laughs> um but other people yeah. Anyways, when you cook it go. it just it burns off, right? Right. So <laughs> Blanton's was like, oh, this is pretty good. Yep. Couple tablespoons in my pie. Try a little bit. All right. 50 bucks for a bottle of Blanton's. That was high price shit for me back in the day. But truly, it is one of my favorites. It's... And I don't know if it is because the bottle is cool or it's so hard to find. Like, the hunt makes it, like, cool. No. I mean, now. For a lot of people. But you didn't like it in 2005. Because it was hard to get, or it had a fancy bottle with a horse. It was expensive. Fifty bucks. Who would pay that? Oh my god, for us! Hell yeah! I was like fifty one ninety nine or something like that. I was like, we're college poor, so. And we had a kid. Yeah, and we had a kid. (laughs) Can't afford this. Nope. Gotta buy formula. Yeah, we didn't drink it every day. That's for damn sure. We didn't really drink it all, which is hard to believe, but. We didn't drink it all. Well, not you were. You were. Over the road trucking and oh yeah yeah you know yeah, what I mean yeah. like I we, mean there's that we were really honestly you guys like we were really responsible parents. I was telling my coworker, 
that there was a period of time where I was a stay-at-home mom and I nailed it. Like, it took me three days to make tamales to their true, true... I think that's when I was still yard horsing. Yeah. Down at John Deere. So I was I was a substitute teacher, but going back to school to get my special ed license. Yes. I killed it. And I got so fucking fat. Yeah, because I Because it was all, all the good things. And so I, I was the lady, the stay-at-home mom at the YMCA who got talked to because I used the treadmill for more than 40 minutes. And I tried to, like, push the limits of the daycare. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's I, was right. that I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, I got so oh, sidetracked every that. day because I yeah. had a routine. Anyways, back to the Blantons. I said, Gino, let's redo this recording because the last one I'm not feeling 100% about. And so he comes in, he goes, hey, what, do you, what did you say? How do you, what do you think I'm drinking? What do you think I poured? Yes. And I was like, Blantons, never in a million years of all the crap you have. Never would I would have thought you would have like poured blends, but you did. Yeah. Are you lying to me? Is I am it really blends. Here, taste okay, it. I'll try it. It's, I'm gonna see if I it's. I mean, it will take. No you, it'll, it'll take you back. It's only ninety three proof. You don't need ice. This smells like Christmas. Because <laughs> that's when you always Christmas. made Thanksgiving was always Why on is the that pecan a thing? pies. Like really, it all. It, it, should it all smell the same? Absolutely not. Why it like this smelling this? Everything's got a different formula. It's oh not all made God. out of the same stuff. This smells like pecan pie. It Well, I mean, that's your favorite term when it comes to describing whiskey. I should have poured a Pendleton 20 Yep. There. Oh, my God. Yep. I honestly, honest to God, think. Sorry, I'm going to shake the glass. I'm pretty excited. Don't shake the glass. Got it? That is pecan pie 100%. It's very, very tame. Uh, For... And so lately, we we've been drinking a lot more. I like I love that. That uh, is that is okay. Don't want to be all bougie. Taters, we call them. Taters. Yep. What does that mean? People who drink the tater juice. That's um, vodka. No, like, it's a derogatory term. Who people who only drink the hard to get stuff. Everybody that wants, the, I gotta oh, have a blends. I gotta okay. have a blends. I gotta have a blends. Time out. Taters. Call me what you will. But I drink Gordon's vodka. Right. And that's real. Right. Well, so Blanton's is by far not towards the top of the dollar amount it's of not. bottles. It's not. It's, it was always like 45 to 50 bucks back in it the was, 2000s. In, mm, in high Eagle, 40s, low 50s, yeah. Right. And Eagle Rare was twenty nine ninety nine, And now I love Eagle Rare as no, well. No, Eagle Rare, when we first started buying Eagle Rare, was like twenty three ninety nine. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. I think I was... So your dad bought me the first bottle of Eagle Rare I ever had. Really? Yeah. He goes, I think... I heard you're going to like this stuff. And I, at that point, I had never had it. And he had it in his trailer. God, I want to say it was in Florida or something. I think I it. do recall that. He had something that's like, you're going to like this. Yep. And then I drank it. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is really good. I like it. But I, I guess I will say, Blanton's is up there for me. Top three. Top three? Eagle Rare, Blanton's, which those two really go hand in hand, and I think Sweet Wheat. Those are your top three. I think so. But nice. I don't, like, I try a little bit here and there. I don't do Fresh One Friday a lot. I'll, I'll try a little bit. 
Like, you had some fruity, bubbly shit today that was oh. so dumb, but it was dumb. like, okay. It was very good. I felt like I went to the dentist's office. Not Do you want cherry fluoride or do you want peppermint? And this is why everybody's tastes are a little bit different because the bubblegum head. What did you say? Bubblegum head. Can you pronounce that? Bubblegum head. Bubblegum okay, head. Okay, because that just, I heard something else. Yeah, oh no. Buzz read something else as well when he read the label. <laughs> Which you can imagine what a 15-year-old boy reads instead of bubble gum. Um, but the problem with that one is I think it mind fucks you. Because once you know the name of it, you can't get that thought out of your mind. And it tastes like cheap-ass bubble gum, bubble gum from when you were a kid. That stuff that sat in the candy store shelf for like 15 years. It was rock so- hard. But it always had this exact. You've tried that flavor. before, right? Yeah. And you read, had it. I freshman fried but... it and did this. All right. So I, I think the last. funny thing is, is that I try all your stuff, and like my go-to thing is it, it tastes like pecan pie, like. And that's, that's my that's like caramel my... and brown sugar. Okay. Which and is oak huge. Or no. Um, I mean woodiness maybe. What it's... was the one we tried that was like super woody? And you're like that's oak. I don't know what it, it was. It like was recent. Exhaust muffler exhaust. No, okay. no. I, don't know. You, I can't remember what you said, but it was the flavor but you described. When you was said oak. it, then your mind goes. Oh I think yeah, I said it is oak. Toasted pecan of the pine species <laughs> tree. I do like how you make fun of all the aficionados because I don't know what it is, so I just try to no. talk. You know, these fuckers. But they the thing, make up okay. the burnt apricot of the. Second of tree ever of, of the tree. Of, yeah. And no, but come on, dude. The thing this is, is not what this tastes like. I knew I was put on the spot when you were like, try this stuff. Oh, and yeah. I turned the label on. You turned the label. And I can't read that Because I want you read. And it's I a stupid font. Part. Yeah, but I can't even see the bottle anyways. But you turn it. And I was like, okay. This oh. one's going to be different. So I get nervous. No. This one, that means you should be focused, not nervous. No. Nervous is... I don't get focused. I get nervous. That's okay. I, I can't change that. But anyways... I'm like, okay, I smell it. And I had just washed my hands with vanilla bean oh, yeah, Noel yeah, Bath and Body Works. Your hand if, lotion smelling you, stuff was quite You guys, strong. if you use Bath and Body Works soap or whatever, it's it really sticks with you. And I'm like, I smell vanilla bean Noel. Mahogany, I, I, teak wood. And this is not what trees. this is going to taste like. <laughs> like. So then I shove my hands in your, your face. I was like, smell that. And you're like, ugh. Your hands Anyways, still smell like that. Yeah, it's crazy stuff, you guys. It's worth the money. No, it's not. It is. <laughs> money business. I won't. It's worth it. I won't describe my whiskey bill this month. So, and nor will I <laughs> describe, describe my Bath and Body Works. <laughs> but whatever. Don't whatever question it. Whatever makes you happy. Exactly. Vice versa. Unless you're buying... Never mind. What? Anyways. So... I smell it. I smell vanilla bean. Hand Bath lotion. and Body Works. I try it. And he's like looking at me with his killer look. Inquisitive. Yeah. Killer. And I'm like, T-. so my initial thought is like, I taste cherry. It tastes like cherry. But I didn't want to be that specific because he was like, if he was like, it was pomegranate or dragon fruit. I would have been way off. No, I just wanted your honest, blind opinion on when you drank this well, totally blind, what did you want? You can't look at me like a killer. It's inquisitive. Okay. So anyways, I responded with, um, after I 
coughed a couple times. I don't know why that was. That was it, weird. It, it just took me off guard. It's really exceptionally smooth for yeah, 99 proof. Like, I coughed a little. <laughs> I think I inhaled a little. But I said, it tastes fruity. Like, I didn't Definitely know what else fruity. to say. But then I was pissed at myself because I wish I would have said cherry because really the flavor was bubblegum. There's got to be a little cherry in bubblegum. I don't know. But so, like, the fruitiness is actually real. I mean, like, when you think of, like, bubblegum, when you actually think about the flavor of bubblegum, it's fruity. So bubblegum is its own flavor. Yes. And I want to know what flavor it is. I want to be, I want to get to the bottom of it because the reason I say this is cotton candy. When we order cotton candy flavors, there's a, like, 20 plus different flavors. So we always get, it's called vanilla pink and blue raspberry. And they never, both just taste like sugar. N- right. Never is there ever a flavor that says cotton candy. So when people market cotton candy flavored scented all the things like there's not a thing that says cotton candy valid thank you making it for 20 plus years cotton candy so to me artificial cotton candy flavor is bubblicious that pink and blue big bubblicious bubblegum we used to get oh and you know what's crazy in addition to this blue raspberry is a thing like the flavor or? Yeah, the flavor. Blue raspberry. They don't taste like raspberries. And there are no blue raspberries? Yeah, okay. That's messed up. Super messed up. Mm-hmm. But then you add blue raspberry and vanilla. That's crazy. What do you mean? Add like it. blue raspberry and vanilla sound terrible. Like if I was going to make a drink. Vanilla ice cream with raspberries in it? Blue raspberries, not even a thing. This, blue Just raspberries like are a, not a thing. It's like a foil hat thing. I don't know. A conspiracy theory? But the thing is, I actually like, I love cotton candy. And I don't, like, we've been sugar free for six plus years. I never was a fan, of, like a big fan. Like I when love, I was real I small, it. it was just really cool. But I was never like a huge fan of cotton candy. I loved it. I still do. So does Kurt Webster. And you know, honestly, if you're talking carnival, like, food crap, cotton candy's like one of the least worst things for you. You you go out and get like a funnel cake with all the crap on it, and then you have the, someone goes, I don't want powdered sugar because I'm diabetic. Okay. You, you realize at, there's half a cup of sugar in this funnel but, cake. But you look at like cotton candy, it's spun so fine. That there's really not much in it. And I, I did read somewhere, like even snow cones are super duper calorie dense. Oh, that's sugar. syrup, yeah. But I, I th- like I do remember, and this is years ago when I really researched this crap, but cotton candy is like one of the best things you can get. Not best, but like least, bad least for you. crazy things you can get because of the calorie. Like you have a couple handfuls of cotton candy. And there's really nothing in it. It's not. Yeah, yeah, I, I can believe that. It's 99% air. So, yeah. yeah. So eat the cotton candy, you guys. Don't get the funnel cakes. Don't be like, oh, it's once a year. Yeah, you're going to regret it. It's going to go right to your ass. I'd love to have a funnel cake when I was deer hunting. Back in the day, that would have been awesome. Why? Because it's like waffles. Throw that thing in a toaster oven. In the farmhouse before you leave and you grab it like a big like. So, okay, I did, I did that though. This year, what was our last spot? Not uh, Gaze Mills? That was our last spot. 
Gaze Mills, I really wanted to be done. I really wanted to go home and be close. So I made up. And it was because it was so slow. There weren't a lot of people ordering funnel cakes. It was cakes. terribly slow. And so I made up, I think, four funnel cakes. And I'm like, I'm going to take them. Gino has talked about putting them in, in a toaster um, oven. I, okay, so I did that at school. Yeah. Um, not what I expected. But then I think I also burnt the room down because a piece of funnel cake fell to the bottom of the toaster oven. But was it still crispy goodness? No. I don't think it did it justice. Hmm. I still, yeah, I don't know of a way to reheat it. It's the it's the oven. It's not. I don't think you can. I, I think that's why they're so popular because you can't. Well, I mean, making that at home is not the same. I don't think I've ever made one at home. But then reheating them when people are like, "Oh, I'm gonna take them home. Can I get ice cream?" And like you, whipped cream ice cream. Like don't put that on there. Especially if you're taking it home. Like, Hell no. You if if I were you don't to make take it out home, of the parking lot before it's a soggy ass mess. Right. If I'm taking one home, plain. Don't, I don't even want powdered sugar on it. I'll put it on when I get home. Yep, powdered at home. If you're taking it home, take it up <sighs> naked. Straight up naked. I've never. I don't think I've ever had anyone order funnel cake naked. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't even want it in a bag. To be honest with you, I'd want that moisture the, to gas yeah, out. Yeah, you're right. Otherwise, get soggy in its own moisture. Yeah, I think I'd. I'd want it freestanding. I'd swat the mosquitoes off of it as I walked to my car. Oh yeah. Heat it up on the exhaust manifold the next morning while I'm working on a car. I know I've told the story before, but I have to reiterate it. So, we were in New Richmond, and it was a very stressful week because our food guy who does all the food stuff oh, this broke year. his collarbone. Um, there were multiple things happening. Like, your back was really, really, really messed up. It was a new location. Couldn't get a hold of the committee guy. It was honestly one of the worst. That's the, one of the worst weeks ever. <laughs> yeah. Top 10. Okay? It was rough. So, I had a lady who is in her 30s who was bougie. Oh, I was with you for this one. No, you were not. I was. I think this is it. Maybe she you were. She harassed your help? My help. So Buzz's oh, lady yeah. friend, who is a young adult, was like, yeah, I want to come out. I'm like, okay, you can come and work with me. That'd be great. And so and she's super, like, mild, timid, polite, cheerful. Timid is the best way to put it. Very timid. But this is, like, her first job. And so a lady comes, and there were, like, people in line. And we're making, like, we make them, it's not like they're sitting there. 60 seconds tops most of the time. I would not put out a product that had been sitting there in, like, week. So, this lady, Karen, I call her, and you know what? She had leggings up past her belly button tucked underneath her boob. She thought she was hot shit. In her 30s. But she wasn't. She was a bitch. It was for amazing. lack of this was. Words. I was very proud of you for. And I, at this I point. am so like calm and polite and like I want to help everybody. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and she comes up and we have a line and I'm irritable, like, <laughs> um, yeah. And she's like, "Can I get a fresh one?" I'm like, "Yeah, you can." And I took it off the plate and put it back in the deep fryer. Which, honest <laughs> this to is God, amazing because it was already hot. It you fresh. guys, honest to God though, the best funnel cakes I've had are thrown back. Oh, the, the twice fryer. fried. Yes. Yeah. Like they don't have powdered sugar on. They're just, they're like sitting there for a minute or two and you throw them in and they're like extra crispy. It's like The twice fried is pretty dang decent. Honest to God. So 
her face, and I'm just, I had this look, you guys, can you just see my face right now? Like, my lips are tensed. I'm just like, oh yeah, you'll get a fresh funnel cake, lady. Okay. Like, I'm just talking with my, my teacher face, my mom face. I throw it back in, and her freaking jaw drops. And I, I know I've told the story before, but maybe you guys haven't heard that episode. But she's like, oh! And then the, the Buzz's lady friend is like, <laughs> oh my god. She does this like, oh my god, like, nervous laugh. Like, oh, okay. It was amazing. This is truly amazing. I'm smiling. I'm smiling. I don't don't know what's happening. And I'm just like, I'm like, "Mm, listen, bitch. Like, I'm pissed. Yeah, this is like her (laughs) fifth or sixth day ever in the wagon. This was great. uh, And so anyways. Jamie never does this. I don't. You're way too nice. But I was pissed. Like, shit's hitting the fan. Do not question me. And that's the thing. Don't question me. I put a lot of blood, heart, soul, tears, all the things into make into into this business, and like, is that lemonade fresh squeeze? I've been squeezing this all day since seven o'clock. Do not question me on that. Anyways, so. And if you're not busy, you can fuck with somebody. But when you're so busy, it's... her jaw was dropped for that what sixty seconds it was refried in the fryer. Not even twenty seconds. And so, and deep down inside, I know this is going to be the best funnel cake you've ever had in your life, lady. So funnel cake comes out, hands it out to her. And she said to the, the, the young lady working with me, what are you laughing at? Okay. I had already had it. And this is where I'm ready. I'm like, I know what I should just, be said. I'm just, I'm like, I've got my finger up pointing. <laughs> my finger is out. My, like, I am like snarling. I'm like, I am laughing at your face because... That's not how you said it. Okay. How did I say it? I'm laughing at your face. I was calm. I remember now. Oh, being... super calm. It was... Okay. I'm laughing at your face. Is no, that... no, no. She goes, what are you laughing at? And you go, your face. <laughs> and then just walk back by me. It was... It was fucking priceless. You cannot... I just... And that's, like, that's when the timing too. is just amazing... It's so beautiful. And that's so unlike me. Very, like, it's something I would do. But I felt very protective to this young lady I working think that's with why me. You did I just, it. like, she is a sweetheart. She's helping me. And she, like, didn't you know, know what to do. She, she, she hadn't dealt with somebody with that kind of attitude yet. You guys, I am so thankful I don't have a daughter. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, there's that. The good Lord gave us boys. Yep. To figure it out. And we're really hard on the boys. But if I had a daughter, oh man. I have an old, a f- older friend with daughters. And he's always said to me, I got to worry about all the wieners. You only got to worry about Is the one. Is that Mike Heitman? Mike no. Heitman said that plenty oh, of times. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I it's imagine true. I get around that generation. But you guys, I think if I had daughter, like, there's a reason that the good Lord gave us boys. Mm. Because we can be really hard on the boys. And, but if someone were to disrespect my daughter, and maybe that's my thought process, like she was my, she's been, like I was in charge, we were in charge of her. We were responsible for her well-being. And someone was disrespectful to her, you're going to die. Yeah. Even though I made you the best freaking funnel cake because I refried it, you didn't see it that way, lady. Yeah. People don't understand, like there's manhole covers everywhere. But, yeah, that was, I mean, not to be a little off topic, but... 
Yeah, see, this is the thing. that We weren't even going here whatsoever. I'm but... glad you're following your list. No, I am. I have a list. We're pecan pie drinking blends. No, I feel way better about this episode okay, than I did good. yesterday. Because right. yesterday was like... A shit show? A freaking disaster. So, last episode we recorded, we talked about the WPRC finale. Yep. Um, And I'm, I'm like, set, like, I wish... I wish you could shoot more of that more often, but our schedule does not allow it. Yeah. And I get it. I think that um, if you want to shoot more of those matches, you have to travel. But really, I've been watching practice score, and there's not a ton of stuff. Like, a lot of stuff is wrapping up here. Oh, this time of year, yeah. So Nobody I, likes shooting the cold. I want to get better. I don't want to be sucky, which, there, like, I know in my mind there's a lot of obstacles that I have to overcome. And, um, and what you just brought up was a big part of why... I've done this a long time, and I'm okay with the fact that I'm not any much... I'm, I'm mid-pack, because I only am able to shoot in a very short span of shootable weather. But we've also talked about this before, the fact that you are state athlete in baseball and football and wrestling, but, and everything you do, you're good at. Me... I suck at everything, and I... So, but you need to be good. able to understand the fact that we're never going to be top 10 all the time in we? this. We? We're always we. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, we. I'm trying to, like... You beat me thing. last week, so there's that. Yeah, but you... So, anyways, we, we won't be podium finishers because... No, and I never expect to be. We have very limited training no. time. And it's not about... It's like at least for me, it's not about like oh yeah, I want to get number one or top twenty. Like I just want to like get better. I want to be confident with my system. Yeah, is that what you told Josh when he asked what your goal was for the match? Well, I think he said I want to get first. <laughs> but I was kidding. I wasn't serious. Oh, that was great. Yeah, it wasn't serious. <laughs> no, I know, but it was, it was, it was good. I forgot I said that. It's funny. <laughs> I think I use humor to like make up for my. Maybe that's issues. why I, I do what I do when laughing at people. No, I don't know. I but the so the thing is is that we've signed up for some twenty two matches, and I, I don't know how we stumbled across Andy's match. Just posted on Facebook, and I'm like, Jamie, would you like to do this? Hell yeah! And like, here we are. Like I need more practice. I need more. Um, Stuff, I guess. And it was only three hours away, which in the big scheme of what we do, like traveling to Kansas and shit, 13 hours each way, like, that's nothing. But we were already signed up for it at the finale, because Brenda was there. Brenda squatted, yep. Brenda was our RO, and she's like, oh yeah, I'm going to Andy's match in Illinois. So it's um, Rockford, Illinois, a little tiny mm, bit southwest. Yeah, 20 minutes southwest so of Rockford. from Watoma, it was what, three hours? Just under. But uh, yeah, so we ended up... Going and getting fish in Madison and Portage. Portage. Our sweet spot. I'm going to B&B hitching post. Is it B&B or is it J&J? B&B. Oh, yeah. Awesome bartender. Yeah. So anyways, we Great stopped fish. and got fish and then stopped in Janesville for the night. And then we only, you know, it was great timing. Perfect timing. So, um, Andy, how do you say this name? Mugrange. Is that how you say it? I hope so. Okay. Because that's what Andy, I call hey. So Andy <laughs> had a 10-stage match, and 
It made me feel... On 10 acres. That's what I was just going to say. Like, 10 acres. That's awesome. Freaking and awesome. And it felt comparable to PRS. 100% a scaled-down PRS mansion. And that's what I'm... Like, that, I loved that. Yep. It felt like PRS. But, yeah, it was scaled down. Yeah. Which is what a 22 is. So, yeah, 10 stages. We started on stage three, which gave me the most anxiety because I've never had to do this ever. This is one that you had questions the night before when you got the matchbook. You're already asking me how to like, do this. What, what, what is this? This is not okay. What, who would ever do this? So, stage three, I don't have the matchbook in front of me, but you have to calculate the distance of the target. Based on measuring on your reticle and doing math. So... I was happy that we shoot MOA because I, I feel it's easier. Oh, when it comes to ma- So, <laughs> when it comes to your target size in inches, which every single person that I know of that shoots, like, that's not a communist, measures everything in life in inches. So, the conversion from inches divided by MOA times 95.5 is your yardage is so much more simple than whatever the hell that communist measurement math is trying to go from mils to inches. Um, it, it just works. And the, the great part about, and it was totally unintended. We, we discussed with Andy after we, sh- we were first one to shoot it. When they got closer, we were talking about it and he didn't want to know. And, but then I measured after we shot it with the range finder. And I ranged it at 100 yards. What did you range it at? No, no, no. 95.5 I ranged it at. 95, I think. And you ranged it at 95. I ranged it, like, pretty freaking accurate, which I was super proud of because I put a lot of hours of thinking into this stage. And these guys we're shooting with, they're measuring, like, 1.2 or 1.8 mils. I don't remember what the hell they were Because they were shooting mils? Because they were the shooting mils. Okay. And the one... Guy, he measured it. He put his reticle in the center. First mistake. Then he measured left to right. Second mistake. And I want to say he didn't. He didn't hit it. Like I think he's he, zero, didn't. he zeroed the he stage. Didn't. Yeah, because you had to hit that unknown distance target first to move on, and then it was back and forth, back and forth. So yeah. So we were the first person, first squad to shoot it. And I had gone through it in my head. I had practiced calculations. I had, like, actually, oh, you killed it. the whole way there, I was crazy about it. How do we do this? What, why? Why is this thing? Okay. And learning the, math. the why and how. And so, like, yeah, I brought my calculator up to the freaking stage. Anyways, Shooter, do you have everything in hand? Yep. Got my gun. Got my mags. Got my calculator. Yep. So, and I was second in line. Right. I don't know, not to break or anything, because I was crazy about it. But anyways, we get to the match. This is all I can think about is a stupid stage. And then Andy's like, oh, I made adjustments. It's not a two-inch target. It's a six-inch target. No, it's a six-inch square next to the target. So you measure. And then I, like, my mind was blown. I couldn't get, like, I... I panicked like I always do when I'm nervous, and I couldn't I couldn't get past it. My mind like erased, and I'm like, okay, Andy, wait, what do you mean? And he explained it to me in like the most like calming, 
educated way. And I'm like, yeah, I got it. I got it. He's like, you got it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. And then I turned to you know, I'm like, help me. Help me. And, and I explained to Jamie on like, so instead of a two inch target, now you're measuring a six inch target. So my calculator, I had it on my phone. I had six divided by to whatever I measured with the MOA. Mm-hmm. Equals times ninety five point five. But when we were practicing math on the way there, I'm really not that dumb. But I just panic and I lose everything. It was you were wondering why we measured it if we already know how big it is. Yeah, there were so many things that I panicked. And it was just about. a mental block, and we all get stuff like it. It's like it, it. It's so simple, and then I knew if I just kept saying it to her over and over, there's going to be this spark where she goes. Oh shit! Yeah, it That's happened, it. and I was like, "I'm so dumb. <laughs> Why are you even with me?" It was just, it was just <laughs> a, and I knew I've been there myself on different things in life. Like the the information's right there, and somebody's trying to explain it to me. And if they don't have patience, they lose their shit. But yeah. if they got patience, they just literally tell you the same thing over. And then you go, oh. Yeah, well, that's what happened. But, but what, what, nope. And they tell you the exact same thing again. And after however many times, it just, a thousand. light bulb. And, I mean, it might be and two, it might be that. a thousand. You were like, the light bulb's going to go off. Yep. It will make sense. I'm like, I don't believe you. I, and then yep. I get more panicked. After and like then the I, second time, I'm yeah. like, when you understand this, the light bulb's going to go boom. And it's I just going to be easy. I was super proud though. I went in there. I was like, I had my calculation in there. And then with the measurement, I'm like. Oh, I don't even think I had to dial anything, but I... You did. Barely, but I nailed it. Yeah, first first round impact. It was perfect. A little high. <sighs> Anyways, that was very stressful. That was the icebreaker for Jamie. Yeah, but I really appreciate a stage. Like, I feel like PRS should do stages like that, too. It's more NRL stuff. It's real life stuff, though. I don't know. Yeah, PRS is more uh, not... But yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that I mean that was a good, I, that was I, an awesome way to start. I appreciate that stage because that's not something I've ever done, and yeah, Kate, uh, being able to do math on a clock while you're trying to gain points is pretty fucking cool. Unknown distance target uh, stages are pretty cool. So that's where we started, stage three, nightmarish of a stage for me. Bah! Once you got it, it was <laughs> once easy it was over. Peasy. It was like okay. Um, now, now the winds were. Next is zero. Yeah, they were nothing. It was, so it was just good. the most perfect weather for a 22 Magic. Um, and they had porta potties there. I don't know what made me think of that. Like weather conditions. Porta potty. Hey, thank you. Yeah, corn was cut. So yeah. if you had to drop that coffee, then there was a spot. <sighs> okay, next stage we shot. Okay, so there were <laughs> 10 stages. There were five squads. So there was a. Three squads. Okay, so there was a blank station in between each squad. Correct. So that made it run really smooth. Um, Very stage, fluid. Stage four was the spinner, which is something I've never shot before. That was pretty exciting. Um, you killed it. Because <laughs> Gina was shooting copper solids with a lot of energy. And we're like, hey, can we... Like, is this like a thing where however many times it so swings... Because if, if it swings all the way around, you get an extra three points. So if you get it to spin all the way around, you get a bonus of three points. Which is awesome about NRL because, actually, I don't even. This isn't actually even an NRL match. This is an independent match. This is I thought was awesome about his match. If back in the old days, 
if you spun the spinner around, you got a bonus. So I said, so do I get a bonus for every time yeah, I every, spin it around? Yeah, every time you would hit it was a 10-round stage. I think it was a 10-round stage. You could get a whole bunch of points. Yep, so it was 13 points max, 10-shot stage, and I wanted to know if every time I hit the spinner, every time it went around, if I get extra three points. He's like, nope, it's a one-time deal. Okay, cool. So Josh shot so it. funny. And he got to spin around. And it took him two, maybe three well-placed shots to make it spin. And I shot my first round and missed. I shot my second round and I hit it. And that fucking spinner spun like four times, four times around at least. Like, all right. That was well, your glory stage. That was the glory stage for the copper solids. Uh, and then, unfortunately, after that, it led to that was my nightmare because every time I hit it, it kept spinning and spinning and spinning. You had to wait for it. And I had to wait for it to slow down to hit it again. I was super pumped. I thought I spun it all the way around on my second try. It was try. so close. I even cheered. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was so close. That was a fun stage. So we bought a spinner at, I bought a spinner at Shields while Gina was gone. Not the same kind of spinner. Yeah. Not the same thing, but maybe same concept if I can get it on the range far enough away or whatever. Yeah, we get the distance right. It'll do the same thing. Um, so the spinner stage was stage four. Next was a obvious tank trap. Um, really nothing to say there. It was a big swing left to right. That was oh, the, that was the yeah. cool thing about like that's where the added difficulty was on that one. I agree. Yeah, it was um, left, super right, middle ish. Like there was a lot of. God, swing. I bet it was twenty degree swing or better. It was a lot. Um, and then we did the cattle gate. And this is where I realized my shit was falling apart. You I feel you like... that. You had some weird problem on that stage. You smoked the first two off the top one and then couldn't find it after that. That was a weird stage for you. I'm not quite sure why. And that that's where I'm like, oh, man, we're going to have problems today. Because I already saw my copper solids tanking. And then you started solid and then struggled for the rest of the rungs. So I, I guess I don't know what happened to that one. Yeah, we, you know, we like it, when like, I get because I have I'm wearing the walker boot, and so like as I get down and I have to put pressure on the foot, which still really hurts at times. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like put blame on that, but I think that had, like when you have pain in your body, then it takes all of your like mental capacity, especially when the timer goes off. Like there's not a oh, lot yeah. there, and so when you're using that mental capacity to think about injury or pain or whatever. Yeah, it takes a lot. To shoot through an injury like that and a lot of mental capacity that you're considering like considering it's supposed ow, to slip on crutches, ooh. right? <laughs> God. So, so that was the cattle gate, and then we went to the rooftop. The rooftop. The rooftop is not I, a rooftop. It's a roof side. It, it's no, it, it's a, like to me in my mind, it's an actual rooftop, but it wasn't like left, center, right, center. It was get on the rooftop. Your feet can't be on the ground. But I put my boot on the ground because I couldn't, like, hold it up there without it hurting. Why the boot slick? But my thing, so it's not a rooftop, it's a roof side, in my opinion, because it's not a peak. It only goes, shingles up one side, and then there's nothing. Okay, so you can't use your bipod. Right. You can't Did have... I just use a bag? I can't yep. remember. Bagged okay. it. 
you 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 did really really well on that one. I know, but and I this is where I thought, I'm like, okay, we thought I thought we were screwed after the the uh, Cattlegate. Cattlegate because you smoked the first two off the highest one and then you missed everyone Isn't after that. that. I'm like, what yeah. the hell? Isn't oh, the highest man. one supposed to be the like? Yes. I don't know why I do okay on those. And and it was just something I'm like in the back of my mind. I'm like, we are we are screwed. And then you had to shoot the KYL. You had to clean all the way to the end of the KYL with yeah, ten did, shots. I did good on that. And then after you cleaned it, then you got to go shoot at the far target with whatever rounds you had left. And you only missed once. Yeah, it did really well. Run through it. I think I bet you got like nine on that. I mean, like I you did. did really, really well. So then I'm like, my mind, I'm like, all right, Jamie's going to kill it today. This is where I knew you were going to have your best match. That was the rooftop. Yes. Then comes the dog town. You have to shoot up a tripod. I really like the stage. I do too, but like the thing is, is like we all gamed it to be very low to the ground. Not gamed it. It was not okay. The rules. But no, you shoot up a tripod. Mm-hmm. This is where okay. I don't know what happened, but I my foot started killing me. I'm not sure if I tried to like not be a weenie on the rooftop, but I remember getting to the tripod, thinking my foot is killing me. It was the hike. Something happened from the hike from the rooftop down to there. Because we had to make like three fucking trips. Because we keep a yard sale and two rifles and a chair and a tripod. And I that was when you... I could tell you were like... Ugh. It hurt. This is where it started really hurting. But the dog town was like you shoot off of a tripod. And a lot of... And this is like... I was more towards the end of the squad shooting. Yep. So um, a lot of the people before me like... Did a squatting, squatting, squatting thing, kneeling on the tripod. And I'm like, I can't kneel. I need to stand because it really freaking hurts. Yep. So we pop your stuff off our tripod and set set your height for a gently bent, like the top rung of the cattle gate, slightly bent over. And it went fine, but it hurt. So this was something cool. And I've never shot a match or I've never shot a, a stage like this. I really like this stage. Um, if you've ever been to like any sportsman store or whatever you got those little popper prairie dog targets or 22s oh, yeah. so you had these set up at two different distances there was a squad of four little bunch together they were like almost on top of each other a little stagger and then so you had one shot per tart per prairie dog and then you had to move to the next batch the next batch had five of them at a different distance a little farther distance one shot per dog and then they had one dog quite a bit farther out. That was your final shot. I like that stage. I don't know it why. Was fun. No, I liked it too. It was kind of cool to see it. you got a little cluster of targets there, and you just yep. engage them. And then you move the next cluster, and you engage I them. I struggled with my parallax on that one. Yeah? Like I, I, was, I think my my foot hurt, and I, again, forgot all the stuff, but like my parallax should have been adjusted for that one. Gotcha. Um, you did, yeah, that was fun. You did decent on that one. I don't think you missed a whole ton. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was all right. Then, wait, cable spool. That's not... Mm-hmm. Cable spool is after that? Cable spool is my first clean. Yep. Jamie. Oh, yep. So, okay. I was never dog one. Dogtown. Dog <laughs> you were one shot off, I think. 
Because I'm like, oh, she's going to get a first clean, and then you didn't. The cable spool, which was not called the cable, it was like the fence row hunter, I think yeah, it was Yeah, it was called. something. So I we, wrote cable spool. We shot off a cable spool sideways, and it was five different distances. Work your way out, and then work your way back in. And you got to the last one, and I'm like, don't choke. <laughs> and you cleaned it. It was pretty freaking awesome. I was so excited. And I was listed as number one. Who did I beat? You beat Josh, according to the oh, list. Okay, I didn't beat him, but like my name comes <laughs> first because I would I'll, see yeah. you guys both alphabetically. But I do have photographic evidence that I... Oh, you screenshot that? Yeah, that I got oh, number did you one. Send it to him? You should send no, it to him. it's That'd not even. Fun. It's He'd so laugh. embarrassing. He'd, He'd laugh. be like, "I'm so embarrassed. This is not okay." <laughs> so that was the cable spool, my first ever clean. It was super cool. After that came the trailer, and at this point, I was really hurt, and I had to have you carry my shit. Yeah, I I plucked your stuff down on the trailer for you. This is where I could definitely tell that you were. It was struggling. bad. Um, so this was a prone stage off of like a small trailer and I don't know, not a lot to say, I guess. It just... Super easy stage if the wind behaves, which it did that day. It was the closest towards the road. But, uh, you start get it was the longest stage also. It went to 211, I think. So if, if it had been a breezy day, it would have been a big challenge. For sure. But it was moderately calm. So it was relatively straightforward. Just knowing your drops. And if you start a trail off to one edge, favor a little more the other way. And then you fucked yourself. Yeah, the barricade. I was a little bit off on my revolutions here. I'm thinking ELR. You got to keep track of things. Stairs Turns, reversed. Numbers. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The stairs reversed. The stairs, I, I was in so much pain that... You posted a picture. I was laying on the ground sideways. It was some weird I, janky ass position, but yeah. so it was two targets hung on the same post, which is pretty typical NRL. And when she was supposed to be shooting the bottom target, I'm spotting, trying to call impacts, and she misses just above the top target a little bit. I saw a, a leaf fall, and I'm like, "Are you shooting the right target?" "Yep, I'm shooting the bottom one." I'm like, "Okay." Check your... So she shot... Yeah. No. So she shot the whole mat, or whole stage. I think you got one, which I have no idea how that even happened. I don't know either. I, I, I hurt. Like, that was bad. Right. So then we get to stage two, which is the barricade, our last one. The, the typical PRS barricade. Four positions, standard distance. Eight the shots. one I hate the most. You can die. I'm going to build one and you're going to love it. Oh, my God. I hate the PRS barricade. So... She shoots the first location. And I see two bullets hit ridiculously high in the trees. And I go, come down a rev. And then I then she hits everything. Very upset with myself. And it was it's a product of the long range stage at 211 yards. It took her out of the first rev. So when she went back to zero, she just went back to the first zero instead of a zero and all the way back again. And we have the zero stop taken out of that scope. So you can't just crank down the zero stop, know where you're at, and start over. You have to, re it's a real mental. 
it, it it really shows the reason on why there's zero stops in scopes. I agree. And that scope is designed. It was in set my up mind for is like my my mind's like shooting the matches that we've shot recently. Like it's not a lot of, and when I when I wrapped up, I'm like okay. Like I had to really think about okay. Do the math. 25, 26, 27, like, I had to really think about it because, yeah. Right. So anyways, yeah, I kicked myself out of two ma- two stages. Two stages, sadly, yeah. Oh, and That was we- fine. I had a blast. It was, it was a lot of fun. I highly recommend anybody who has an off weekend to go and try it. The next match is, like, Thanksgiving. The Saturday weekend, after Thanksgiving. Saturday, and there's one in December. Um, December 31st, day before anniversary. Is it the 31st? 31st. Okay. So if you still want to be hungover on our anniversary, <laughs> we got to get a second night for the hotel room. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a nice drive for us. I think anyone who, I, I think a lot of the people that we shoot with are in the like southernish part of the state. I feel uh, like it's doable to just travel there. The majority are south of us. Uh, some most east, but yeah, uh, it's doable for everybody. It's only three hours for us. But the so. thing is, is like when you're traveling there, he's like, there's a sign, and so we're on the oh, road yeah. and we're looking for the sign, and then you come over a hill and you're like, oh shit, there's a sign. Okay, the sign was there. Yeah, it, it was there. Lying. It was just small. It was just small sign and happened to be on the back side of the hill if you're coming from the north like we are, and. If you're not looking for it, you would have blew right by it. Which we blew right by it anyway. And I was looking for it. But watch out for the sign. Yeah. I He's don't got know. space for, he says, about 30, 35 shooters. He's limited on parking space currently. Honestly, though, like, I had a blast. Oh, it was awesome. I did that again in a heartbeat. Absolutely. If it's not stupid cold in November, it will be. I mean, mild cold, I can take. Stupid cold. Uh, it's really up to you. What's mild cold with stupid cold? I don't know. I guess I don't have a temperature scale on that. You, your beard should. My beard has a wind scale, not a temperature scale. Well, it should be all-inclusive, so. No. Anyways, we're signed up for the November match. Yep. We have, we've signed the waiver. On practice score. Oh. We are paid. Labor, nice. Yep. And if we don't make it, like. If we don't make what? what why are you looking at me like that? Because I'm not sure where that was leading. Well, you just if looked. we don't make it. No, I mean, oh, no. I heard a boom outside. Yeah, no, okay. That's. Yeah. I, okay, I think the neighbor, like, banged something else. It wasn't shots, but we don't If live we in the don't ghetto. make it, like, reinvest money. Oh, yeah, yeah, So something. that was something we discussed that, yeah, it's a little bit of a crapshoot with the weather that time of year. And he's like, well, if it's super bad, I'll let people know and cancel it. And no, we decided, like, no, no, no like, <laughs> sign up, save your spot. It's $30 ahead. If we can go to a Packer game at, like, 20 below, we can shoot a match. Yeah, if we it, can. If it gets canceled. Keep the um, 30 bucks and invest it towards making the match better. The other piece, too, I think that shooting 22 matches, which is what is interesting, is like everyone is on a more equal playing field. 
So you think. I think. It says the guy is shooting cup <laughs> salads, but like... Yes, um, that's the only difference. I feel like they're, you know, it's... I'm running all these different loads, actions, things like that, but... I don't know. You've been introduced to a lot of different things in your short time of shooting. My short, my short time in the surf. Yeah. But, um, so to give you guys perspective, like my, my stuff like ran really great for that match. I had some ejection problems. Right there at the end. Yeah. At the end. And it wasn't a huge deal, but I was aware of it and I caught it. Um, but then since practicing at home, more ejection issues, I, I couldn't put pressure on my mag, um, without issues. My yep. trigger gave me problems. Like I would close the bolt and it would fire. Yeah, it would trip like, the bolt every once in a while. Um, and I'm not okay with that. Like, no, nope, not I, good. I I need to be coming into a match. Although, I guess like. Well, that part's matches. fixed now. No, it is. But like I, I guess one thing I've realized is like I need to go into a match, having one hundred percent faith in my equipment. And if I don't have that, I'm not doing it. Yeah, it's... And it's something I've struggled with because of our limited amount of time. Well, it's is, time and there's two of us shooting and two things to figure out. Right. So it's always been a rush and everything hasn't always worked as perfect as it should. And that's... And nor it should. It's part of the process, right? Well, it's part of the process for an experienced shooter. For a new shooter, it should be... The only thing you got to worry about is doing, like, shooting stuff. You don't need to be worrying about feeding problems, yeah, injection problems, triggers. New shooters? They just buy the things that work? I mean, to a certain extent. Like, most, a new shooter, most new sh- so, buy something used off the sniper side? A new shooter will buy a factory rifle. Production? I mean, if it meets that definition. Okay. They'll buy a factory rifle and factory ammunition, and it just works. No, it's not the peak performance, but it works. Everything Nobody goes does that besides Sessler. All kinds of people do that. Kidding, Sessler. The Ruger yeah, RPR was huge. Huge okay. boon in, in the getting people into PRS. We have six minutes left, so let's not get into the conversation of this next episode. Okay, just making things work. Next it just episode. works. We'll yeah, I don't know. I just episode. We'll make that next episode. It just works. I'm just saying, like you know, I'm practicing the 22 stuff off the backyard, and ejection issues, trigger issues, mag issues. This is like, why we everything train. worked really well at the match, and then it goes to shit in a handbag. It's no, insane. you hit. So you didn't load the mag because you were paying attention to it, which is what caused your trigger issues which we found out after we got home. The ejection issues didn't manifest until your last couple of stages, really. And when we got home and they multiplied, then we figured that out. And that's, I mean, that's part of the deal. It really is. Unless do, you you're more, gonna... do you have more issues with 22 than, you know, PRS? Like the, the larger calibers? Uh, what sort of issues do you mean, like... Well, I mean, like, we... Okay, again, we're running out of time, but, like... Well, you had feed, uh, feeding issues? Yeah. Absolutely. The amount of 
fucking around that guys do with different brands of mags and feed lips and this, that, and the other thing to get shit to feed properly is obscene. It should be throw a mag in and just start sending stuff. That is not the case. Well, why why do some people at the top of the PRS finale and crap like never have problems with that? Because they figured out what works and that's what they stick with. Yeah, but barrels run out, triggers wear out. Barrels are never a problem. That's just a load thing. Hmm. Triggers once they're set are not a problem. PRS big thing, big biggest thing in PRS that getting things to work is ejection and feeding. So you have to have a really nice action, and um. So feeding is, I I would guess feeding, feeding okay. it, getting it out of the magazine into the chamber. That's the action. I would say it's. 60 40 60% magazine 40% action maybe even just, 75 25 I'm I'm the idiot here I just I'm like I'm not playing dumb but I I don't know Yeah you got to so get the magaz- magazine to release the bullet at the right so time Can't you buy an action that is like this is the magazine to use Why are you looking at me like that I mean yes but that's how you end up at a production at something that is okay. Okay, I, 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 this doesn't make sense. If you're at the peak performance of everything, you will have the most finicky setup ever. Why? It's no different in drag racing or stock car racing or... <sighs> this is so confusing. No, the, when you're running that knife's edge of performance, you fall off one side or the other... You have problems. You run too hot. You blow primaries. You got ejection issues and extraction issues. You run too slow, or your magazine lips so are too tight. What you're saying is, I need to shoot production. I mean, if you want to finish, I want it to be right. I want my stuff to work. No, what I'm saying is, if you want to run the top of the heap, it takes the most trial and error to get things to behave exactly like they're supposed to. Good Lord, this is so expensive and confusing. It's not confusing, it's just... Expensive? Yes. You need time. And I think that's it why... It is time-consuming. You know, I think that's why some of the, you know, the the people who, you know, end up on top, maybe they have more time. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, here we are. I am, like, the caboose of the pack. But we don't have time. No, I mean... I don't know. If you don't have the time, it's real hard to get better. And that's what I spend the time trying to get your stuff to work. But. But it's it's getting the stuff to work, but me also putting in the time to have better fundamentals. That's it's your part the of the follow equation. through the, you know. But I need to make stuff. sure that you're not worried about the ejection and the feeding and. I'm worried about everything. The load. You, don't, you shouldn't have to. Yeah, but that's I, the time I mean, that I so. have to put in to make sure it works. You got to put in the time to make sure that the trigger breaks when the crosshairs are where they're supposed Done. to be. Done. Done. This is what I do in my lunch hour every day. All right. Yeah. So I feel way better about this episode because we had good. actual good conversation about it. things. And yeah. So more to come. Um, more 22 matches planned. Yeah, it's probably going to be a very busy winter, I have a feeling. It will be. 
we got to get the ELR stuff figured out. So, all right, until next time, guys, enjoy.